this world, especially with you seeing everybody doing everything on Instagram, TikTok, et cetera, kind of makes you want to be a part of everything, kind of makes you want to do a little bit of everything. And you get FOMO. What if I miss this opportunity? What if I miss this trend? But dividing your resources, right? Your energy, your time, your money, your effort, a million little things, it'll never get you good results. Welcome, everybody, to The Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And and I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to The Chris Harder Show, where we absolutely believe that both prosperity and generosity can and must coexist. So this is another one of those episodes that was pulled from the 20 questions series that I've been doing. I've done a couple of them now with my buddy, Danny, and he sits down and he asks me questions about my perspective and my business and life, and he puts them together into these mashups so that you can understand how I think about things. It's, it's really an alternative to going out there and, and finding me on other people's podcasts. It's a way for me to take that same information that I would share on other people's podcasts and put it right here for you to find as a loyal listener that I'm so grateful for. So today we're going to talk about exactly that. He's going to ask me questions and I'm going to share my perspectives on how I determine yeses for things, how I determine what's a no, how I uphold boundaries, how I honor what season I'm in, and how I know when a business idea or something I'm working on is time to either pivot, kill it, or power through. I think a lot of people have trouble determining that. Do you pivot? Do you power through or do you kill it? And I share my perspective on that as well. And hopefully that's helpful to you. Also, I want to remind you, we're doing our very last roundtable of the entire year. And this one's themed. This is the 2024 planning edition where we're going to put 15 brilliant entrepreneurs in the room for 48 hours. And we're going to help each other strategically plan out our 2024. What are the goals? Build a set of tracks to get there. Make sure that we are stress testing it against each other's advice, and make sure that you are so set up for 2024 that is the best year that you've ever, ever had. It's amazing what you can do in 48 hours of intentional planning about your year coming up with other brilliant entrepreneurs. Now, we can only fit 15 people in the room. We keep it very intimate on purpose. And so if you want a chance at being one of those 15 people, we're literally launching just days, opening seats just days after this episode comes out. So I want you to do one of two things. Either go to chrisharder.me forward slash roundtable, see if there's any seats open, or just text me the word roundtable to 310-421-0416. I'm dead serious. Hit pause right now and text me the word roundtable to 310-421-0416 or go to chrisharder.me forward slash roundtable, see if there's any seats there. I hope there's one for you because this is probably gonna be the best one that we did yet. And these have been a smash hit. All right, guys, roll up your sleeves, take some notes, time to figure out how do we really say yes? And how do we really say no to the important things in life? You have so many projects going on, so many different businesses that you have your hand in at different levels. How does something that be, is an idea in your head 
How do you know if it's valuable enough to take action on it? It's funny. At the core, most humans are idea machines. Hardly anybody acts on them. I think ideas come in tiers. And depending what stage you are in life, some things should be a yes. And those very same things that might have been a yes at this stage in life, they sometimes have to be a no in a different stage of life. Deciding what you're going to pursue usually comes from taking a three to five year vision, a three to five year outlook and saying in three years, will I still want to be doing this in five years? Will this get me closer to where I was hoping I would end up? If the answer is yes to those things, then you should probably pursue it. If the answer is no, then that's a sign that even a good idea at the wrong time is not a good idea for you right now. This world, especially with you seeing everybody doing everything on Instagram, TikTok, et cetera, kind of makes you want to be a part of everything, kind of makes you want to do a little bit of everything. And you get FOMO. What if I miss this opportunity? What if I miss this trend? But dividing your resources, right? Your energy, your time, your money, your effort, a million little things, it'll never get you good results. Figuring out the one or two things that you really want to hone in on, that you're willing to run through a wall for, that align with where you want to be in three years and in five years, and sticking to those one or two things until you've accomplished them. That's the difference between people applauding you and saying, wow, look at what you've accomplished. Look how far you've come. Or people saying, yeah, you're the, they're kind of the guy or they're kind of the girl that's always trying new things, but they never really ever stick to anything. We all know those people. They're good people. They're talented people. But damn it, if they would just stop the romantic part of the relationship, if they would just stop entering into the romantic part of the business, the ideation, and take this thing into a long-term relationship, then they would finally have those outcomes, the money, the wins, the accolades, the accomplishments that they wished that they had. Do you actually set time in your calendar ever for ideas? Or is that something that you just have like a note that you look at? Or like, how do you create space for that when you have things going on? I think space for ideas to appear is created when you create space to do other things that are good for you. So for example, the morning and evening walks I'm on, that's when ideas appear. They don't appear when I'm busy. They don't appear when I'm talking to somebody on a podcast. They appear when you have a little bit of free time to think. There's a reason why people always say, hey, my best ideas come in the shower. It's not because the shower is some magical place. It's because it's usually one of the very few times in your life that you don't have your phone in front of you and that you don't have something in your ears and that you don't have people talking to you. And so that little space that's created, aka you showering, is the only time your brain has to actually be open to new ideas. Well, what if you take that concept and it becomes a half hour walk? or an hour at the gym, or other places where you're able to tune the other things out so that the good things can start coming in. It's the best way to start getting new ideas. It's the, it's the best way to start figuring out what you want to do next. And how do people that already have something rolling, and they're trying to figure out, do I need to pivot this to this new idea? Or is it time to just take this behind the barn and like this one's done? How do they know when is the right time for that? I saw Kevin O'Leary once, Mr. Wonderful on Shark Tank. 
answer this same question. How do you know when an idea is done? How do you know when to pivot? He used 36 months. He said, if you've been working hard on that thing for 36 months and it hasn't turned into anything that's really bearing fruit yet, it's time to take it out behind the barn and shoot it. I think that's a good rule of thumb. I don't think 36 months is some magical time. Here's what I know. If you can look in the mirror and say that you have given your best, most consistent effort, and if it's been a long enough time where the seeds you planted could have turned into fruit, but they haven't, one, two years maybe, and you're no further along than where you started a couple of years ago, then it's time to face the fact that maybe it's a good idea that wasn't just good for you. And there is no shame in pivoting. There is no shame in starting over. Not all the time, not when the going gets tough, but when you know in your core that you have given a 110% effort as consistently as anybody could, and it's just not producing anything for you. I think that's when it's time to run that idea by other people and say, should I be pivoting or not? I think that's the other key. Don't make that decision on your own. Ask people who have already gone where you wanted to go with this idea. Don't ask your friends and your family. They don't know anything about business unless they've already gone there first. They just want to cheer you on. They just want to tell you things that make you feel good because they love you. Go ask other mentors. Go ask the people that you know are over-opinionated sometimes, but usually correct in their opinions. Go ask the people who already built something. Hey, man, it's been a year. It's been two years. It's been three years. Here's where I started. Here's where I am. I feel like I've made no progress. What do you see outside looking in on me? Should I keep going or not? It's that outside perspective looking in. I think that'll really push you over the edge of, is it time to kill this thing? Or is it time to just change a little bit and add new fuel to the rocket ship? Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.